This is Talk Freight. Our goal is to get truck drivers modernized. Modernized. Craig is here to help the little guy look like the bigger guy by keeping drivers up to date on trucking news and technology, tips and tricks from working at shippers, and resources to enhance their business to make more money. This is Talk Freight, and this is Craig Bliss. That means it's another Make More Money Monday sponsored by truckstop.com. And now today, as you can see, maybe not, maybe you don't notice a difference, uh, but we are actually um, doing our Make More Money Monday segment right out of the group. Typically, we start it from their page, so I need a few minutes usually in the beginning to kind of share it out to you know all the pages and groups, all that jazz. Don't need to do that today, but I am going to take a look at something. I'm actually going to pop it up on the screen. Um, uh, I'm just going to check it out here one second. Okay. I want to show you this video. Uh, okay. I want to show you this video here. I don't know if you guys seen it. This actually what I was watching just a few seconds ago. Do you guys hear about that crane or the ship that hit that crane? Um, if not, here it is. Look at this guy. Don't tell me how this happened. I am not sure, but look at this. I don't know if you guys can hear it either, but it's, uh, in another language. So it was kind of loud. Do you see that thing hitting it? <laughs> Look at that. And like three, two, one, that bad boy would knock right over. I don't know where this is at, actually. Boom. Basically, that's all she wrote on that one. <laughs> I just thought it was very interesting. It's, um, I don't know if you guys ever scour or scan uh, that website, Reddit. It's like a forum, a whole bunch of nonsense a lot of the times. Um, but that's where that was on. I get emails about, you know, the funnies um, or, you know, off the wall type stuff. And that's what it is. But nonetheless, you know, today I want to talk about um, the closing of Celadon. I definitely know it's Monday. So that means it's definitely old news at this point. Uh, but I also want to kind of go a little bit further than what we did. Uh, you know, last Monday we did um, part one of tips and trick to find shippers and all that jazz. Um, so we're going to do that as well. Uh, so a couple things. I think last week we talked about a dry van customer. Can't think of it off the top of my head. Bancroft bags out of West Monroe, Louisiana. We decided last week we were going to do um, a reefer customer, which would have been Tyson. However, I had to abruptly leave because last week was my birthday and I had to kind of head out. So I see people are joining in. So I want to remind everybody. So my camera is right here. However, my line of sight's right here. Okay. There's a light on my camera. If I turn it off, I turn red. If it's on, I stare into it. Well, I can't stare into it. That's why I'm staring over here. So I'm not reading a teleprompter, script, whatever. I'm not that fancy over here. Just a camera, a light. But anyways, so the Celadon nonsense. Okay, I wanted to talk about that because I know everybody's talking about it. Um, in the groups, you do see a bunch of driver recruiters out there kind of prowling the groups and pages, if you will, trying to snag up all these truck drivers who are left jobless, you know, just a couple weeks less, I believe, less than two weeks away from the Christmas time area. Now, no one really knows what happened or, you know, why Celadon did what they did. But I think we can all agree on one thing. Celadon gave absolutely no notice to their drivers at all. And now I made a um, a little cheat sheet on this side of my screen here so I can uh, so I can get all this. But it's showing 3,000 drivers, 1,200 admin staff, and like 50 student drivers were left hanging. And now the student and driver uh, part kind of got to me a little bit because, you know, here is Celadon, Okay. Them going bankrupt today means that it's been in the works for weeks. And if it was not for freight waves, Lord knows if drivers would have found out, you know, until today. Uh, but regardless, you know, Celadon knew what they were doing, yet they still had the recruiting staff out there, you know, trying to get drivers um, trained up, get them in the seats, all while knowing 
they were going to go bankrupt. Even worse, they even allowed their fleet managers, whatever they call them over there at Celadon, to dispatch drivers out on loads, you know, even as uh, late as Friday. And so, again, if it wasn't to Freightways, I'm pretty confident we probably would not have known until today, Monday, when Celadon finally told everybody that they were officially filing for bankruptcy. And now here's one interesting thing. I know a few people in the group have mentioned it. Um, people who are familiar with the bankruptcy proceedings, because I was a little bit confused too. Celadon filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy. Typically, that means they're going to reorganize, restructure, if you will, you know, their divisions, whatever is under their umbrella of companies. However, from what we are seeing, uh, from what we are seeing, that is not the case. Actually, they are closing doors, getting rid of everything and just filing for bankruptcy. And now I know one of the CEOs, the C who, whatever, put out saying something that we're going to take care of all the drivers. We're going to make sure everybody gets home and no one's stranded. I, I really hope Celadon sticks to the word there because I mean, if they couldn't give the common, you know, decency to tell these drivers that, look, we messed up big time. We are going bankrupt because of a, you know, ABC. I think y'all need to head home because it's going to get bad and bad did it. I mean, over the weekend, not a lot of people in my group. However, I was scanning the other groups like the Celadon Driver Friends group, the Celadon Driver uh, Jobs and Assistance group as well. You know, there was a lot of people helping out drivers. I did see posts from drivers saying they were stranded without fuel because Celadon shut off the fuel card. And, you know, there was reports that mine's working, mine's not, this is working, this is not. And so I just watched uh, Freightways with uh, Stephen Oatley, your favorite freight broker, as well as Craig Fuller from Freightways. And they were talking about um, what happened was Celadon, they originally, or the uh, uh, the payment processing company, turned it off. It was backed by a bank. The bank guaranteed the funds. Therefore, it turned back on. And as you guys probably know now, it is probably off now with a whole bunch of drivers left scrambling. But I know there's a lot of people, you know, out there that's trying to help. I do see the Facebook comments here. Someone put, did, do they, did they still have a flatbed division? Do they still have a flatbed division? Great question. I'm not exactly sure how this is going to be structured. And this is why. Celadon Group is just not, they're just not a trucking company, okay? They're far more bigger than that, okay? They're called the Celadon Group, or if you will. Under the group, they have a whole bunch of other companies or divisions like that quality leasing I know they have another trucking company um, on the East Coast, I believe, called Taylor something. Um, they had the logistics that they sold off years ago, and now they had this uh, the over-the-road operation. The over-the-road operation, as far as I know from the information that I've read from Freightways, a couple other places, is just the over-road division. However, you say just, but that's impacting over 4,000 people in that one division. So I am not sure if they have that flat division. If it's under, under the Celadon umbrella, not very sure. I can tell you one thing. If they do in his name Celadon, they will no longer. But like all companies, they have another trucking company. So this is what I want to speak with. The opportunity for the little guy. So I want to start with this. It is definitely, definitely tragic what happened with the Celadon drivers. Okay. Not too worried about the company. You know, the company itself. I'm worried about the people who represent, who make the company whole. I know there's some other video creators in the industry saying that I don't care or other people don't care as much as them. I think we all care. I think it affects us in a bit, but it does not affect us personally unless we're a Celadon driver. But I think we're all here to help. But one thing I want to mention. Now, a lot of people is bringing up about there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, opportunities for the little guy, if you will. Yes, and I want to talk about that, okay? Now, opportunities, not just for the drivers. You have to remember, when Celadon, um, when Celadon's, excuse me, I'm reading the comments, says Celadon flatbed division sold for $53 million today. That's awesome. I was not aware of that. I appreciate you posting that. I will look it up after this video to get a little bit more information to see the details, you know, about all that jazz. But going back, okay, not just the drivers. There's a whole bunch of operations staff that got laid off as well. Something tells me they probably got a little bit more of a uh, warning shot, if you will, than their driver friends. Why they didn't tell their driver friends over the phone, I'm not sure. I remember when I worked at Mega Brokers, Brokerages and Shippers, man, there's a lot of communication. Us logistic coordinators will feed out from the company. So I have a feeling some logistic coordinators in Celadon had a feeling about the bankruptcy a lot longer or a little bit before than drivers. Nonetheless, 
there's still 1,200 people scrambling in Indianapolis, the admin staff. That's like your fleet managers, your safety people, the compliance, you know, the fleet managers. Don't know if I already said that. All those people that kind of make the operations happen and make Celadon operate, those people are out the door as well. I know, of course, the people in finance and accounting, they have to stay. It's kind of a part of what they have to do until, you know, Celadon just figures out what in the hell they're doing, kind of pay off, you know, the rest what they have um, and kind of go forward with that. But the drivers, this is what I want to talk about again. So in these groups, there's a ton of recruiters trying to help out drivers. But I have to say for other, other companies out there as well, or other, yeah, other people's companies out there as well. There's other people at these jobs that, uh, other people are selling on that loss for jobs that are not drivers. As I said, the safety people, the fleet people, logistics coordinator. I really hope they're able to find a job because I come from the Midwest. I actually lived in central Illinois, which is just not very far, 150 miles from maybe 175 rather from Indianapolis. And I know I had zero transportation jobs while living there. I had to move to Chicago. And then I came here to the Phoenix, Arizona area. So there's a ton of people unemployed, you know, right before the holiday season. I know a ton of y'all have brokerages and you're constantly asking for, you know, freight agents. I'm allowing them in the group right now. I know a lot of people are going to use it and abuse it, if you will. But I want to see how many people have opportunities they can strum up, maybe create, or maybe they forgot about that they could post to help other people, not just drivers in the area. Because drivers do have a lot of these job, these driver recruiters. I don't allow a lot of driver recruiters in the group because I don't know any of them personally. I've never personally worked with a job, excuse me, a you know driver recruiter. I don't know anybody who has just because I haven't looked into it much. Therefore, I don't allow a lot of their posts because I'm afraid that is just you know just hunting and gathering, if you will, and that's all they're doing, trying to take advantage of a very sensitive, tragic, you know, moment right now for drivers. But one thing I tell people are saying, why aren't you posted trying to help for drivers in the group? I got a couple of those messages oddly over the weekend, even though I posted a bunch, I feel like, uh, even, you know, talk with other people. The reason being truck drivers are not a dumb breed of people. Like some people like to think they are. <laughs> These people do more than just drive a stupid truck. They do a lot more than that. So I'm confident the vast majority of these veteran drivers, the people who have been in the seats long, longer than I've been alive, are going to figure it out. Uh, figuring out, you know, without stress, I don't know because it's definitely a stressful situation. However, I think those guys will figure out a lot, you know, a lot longer before a lot of these younger dudes, you know, a lot of people just getting out of these uh, student truck driving schools all that jazz. But that being said, I know a lot of y'all, especially the veteran, you know, older truck drivers in the group as well, especially Freiburger truck drivers. You guys are constantly talking about how you're helping, you know, a younger guy out, if you will, at the truck stop or a younger woman, if you will. I know a lot of us followed by some jokes about how new they are, but I really hope y'all kind of help them out. Cause I seen a lot of these uh, newer truck drivers and other and different groups posting pictures of them just leaving their trucks. There's a better way. I know we're all emotional about it a little bit, but as a driver, you know, I'm not a driver, but if I was a driver, I would just imagine there's a better way to handle my emotions of losing the job than to just straining the truck. You know, I definitely would want to do that as well. I'm sure a lot of people want to do a lot worse to those Celadon trucks, especially if they're a driver, but you have to cover your ass because, you know, they screwed you uh, pretty royally here. The only way you're going to recover from it is not to freak out too much well follow what they want you to do. I know they want you to drop off the truck, submit the information, take a pictures and all that jazz and head home. Um, don't destroy the truck. <laughs> I know there's a lot of funny posts about people wanting to sell motors, <laughs> the stuff on the truck. You know, I'm a meme guy, so I find it funny because I see the humor in it, but I'm afraid people are going to fall for it. Uh, another thing Craig Fuller mentioned on the Freight Waves, uh, Fuller up to speed, some, I don't know, one of their thousands of podcasts, you know, <laughs> that they have, but they mentioned, uh, he read a post from somebody who was from an old timer saying that he has some uh, land uh, that people can just drive their truck, park it with the keys in there, and he would take care of it because, you know, when the bankruptcy proceeding, someone's coming after these assets and someone's going to be getting paid for storage. Not sure how Celadon's going to do that with so many damn trucks, but hopefully drivers don't have to worry about that. Just cover your ass. Don't get too emotional now because it will get better. Uh, there's a lot more companies, other things for the, um, opportunity for the little guy. I pulled it up on the side of my screen over here. 
um, you know, I didn't know their main customers. And so that's why I wanted to look. I see their main customers like Lowe's, Philip Morris, Walmart, Honda, Procter Gamble. I knew they were huge in auto parts uh, besides, you know, the Honda. I don't know. There wasn't much there. Um, I know when they sold out their brokerage, they went, this is an old report I, you know, read over the weekend, so I can't cite it. I apologize. But they put, you know, the reason why they had to sell the brokerage is because they got into a little bit of trouble back in, you know, 2014 or such. Maybe a little bit before that. I can't quite remember it. However, they sold off their brokerage division of that, kind of collect some money. And they said at that time, they want to go back to the roots of being a trucking company. As you can see here, um, didn't quite help it. But their roots, when they started with auto parts, auto parts from, you know, the Mexican, Texan, little Mexico, uh, uh, America border, all the way to like Detroit, Michigan. I think the Laredo crossing could be wrong with that as well. But nonetheless, you know, they've been around forever. Whole bunch of shippers left scrambling. And now I know a lot of truck drivers, you know, who I spoke with over the weekend in the group saying, well, I never had opportunities with these direct shippers. I get all mine from 3PLs. It's not going to give me any more opportunities. That's where you are wrong, my friend, because as it turns out, there is opportunities for the little guy after all this because, you know, all these 3PLs, all these brokerages, they may actually have the chance to bid more competitively on this freight that you may have not be, you know, seen before. I get it. You know, a majority of freight that sell it on moved, I imagine the sh all the shippers that they move, like Lowe's, Philip Morris, whoever, they didn't post all the um, all the Lowe's on the low board. So we may not see any disruptance in freight or an increase or decrease in freight at all. Um, yeah, so we may not see increase, decrease at all because other 3PLs may already have it. And I've seen someone post, you know, on my system on this side, sorry, it's backwards as you can see clearly see because i keep doing that um i don't see who who writes the comments so i apologize but someone put uh kevin rutherford has been talking about them for years and to stay away kevin rutherford's a great guy trusted in the industry i've actually met him at gats one time um but who do you say to stay away from just to confirm i don't see it i guess i can log in just as easy on my phone and to see it but Oh, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Well, who did Alex say, or who did um, Alex, who did Kevin say stay away from? You know, I do definitely trust, you know, a lot of things that Kevin says, but not everything because we all have a different opinion in the industry. However, my opinion doesn't supersede anybody else's just as I hope some other video creator don't think that their opinion supersedes anybody else because our, you know, our opinions are, you know, are the information, the content we speak to our audience comes from a mixture of experience and what we do day to day in our lives, as well as the people, you know, we work with every day. Enough with all that. So with Celadon, the key takeaway is this, if you're a driver, if you're, you know, a brokerage, make sure you have your operations sharpened up a little bit and go after these customers. As I just said a few minutes ago, I know a lot of drivers said, I'm not, oh, I see, I see. Okay, got it, Alex. S saying to stay away from Celadon. You don't, Celadon's you 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 have to admit they're they were a great company. Okay. I, I didn't know all the issues Celadon had until uh Freightways first reported they had gone bankrupt, you know, on Friday or Saturday. I'm like, what in the hell? So I started Googling it. And I know uh my old buddy pal Wayne Campbell there also posted a video about it on Friday or real early Saturday morning as well. And so that's when I started diving into it, and that's when I first read that a uh, Celadon actually was in trouble back in 2014 for falsifying records with their fleet, you know, leasing company, um, all that jazz. And they were fined like millions, like 40 million bucks, whatever it was, um, by the government at that time. So if Kevin Rutherford said, you know, stay away from them for that, those reasons, I can definitely understand why. And I would definitely have to agree. However, I didn't know about all that issues Got it. That's what I figured you were saying. Okay. I actually didn't know about all those issues. Like I said, until now, you know, back in 2014, what was that five years ago? Uh, I probably just didn't care to be honest. I was working. Um, can't even tell you. <laughs> so I probably didn't, you know, care enough to realize it then. So, you know, I would have been talking about them a lot sooner, but I always look, you know, as somebody who, who is ignorant to their past proceedings until very recently, I looked at Celadon when I saw them flying down the road, kind of like a leader, kind of like a great company. You know, I always seen their drivers at the truck stops, never had issues. You know, I didn't use them a lot that I can remember at the shipper. However, never had issues. But again, 
Nafisella Don. You know, I think everything will work out. The drivers, man, I know they had a long freaking weekend, and I know a lot of it's still going on. They're still experiencing this crap right now. But the majority of this crap is all self-inflicted by Celadon and their people not telling drivers a clear, you know, answers, giving them clear instructions on what to do next. I'll be flipping. <laughs> but, uh, man, I'll be flipping. But, you know, I hope a lot of these drivers, you know, tighten up and they get there. Like I said, a lot of these veteran guys, a lot of older drivers, ones who can be my dad or my grandpa, they're probably not worried about too much because, you know, they, they've been doing this a lot longer and they've been here and done this. Anyways, now with Zeladon, I want to move into Finding Shippers Part 2. Part 1 last time was Dry Van doing um, Bancroft back out of the southeast. That was West Monroe, Louisiana. West Monroe, I like it, as I said, because it's kind of a hot spot between, like, Shreveport. I think Jackson, Mississippi's over there on the east. Um, whatever. You know, it's kind of a pretty good line right there of some shipper. A lot of shipment activity down there. And a lot of people, it sucks to go down there or it sucks to go down there if you don't know how to get right back up. And so that's why I was showing you how to get direct shippers, you know, last week. This week, we're going to do the same with Reefer. Just to re-mention, I only worked with Van and Reefer Freight. I know before you give me shit about it, it is the most, the world's easiest freight to move on earth. I definitely understand that. I stuck to the easy. I know a lot of you guys, I learn from y'all every day with who does a specialized, a flatbed, I know Will with uh, Keep It Trucking, he does the uh, the wind blades, the uh, wind turbines. That's impressive work. When I lived in central Illinois, they used to go up and down the roads all the time. I always found it fascinating. Never got into it, um, but there we go. But Reefer Freight. I like Reefer. You know, it's moving food. You can use Reefer or temperature controlled for the people who may get, um, who don't like the word reefer or refrigerated trailers for it, you know, for other things. You can use them to, you know, maintain the humidity, whatever, for these uh, trailers. Not gonna get into it. For the sake of this video, I'm gonna call it reefer. I'm not talking about weed. I'm not talking about marijuana. I am simply talking about a refrigerated trailer, a temperature controlled trailer. And so last week, you know, I asked for uh, customers. No one gave me some. And I'm like, what the hell? How come no one is gonna give me a customer to, to look up? Then I thought, I, you know, everybody else who's watching is probably in the industry. Why in the hell will they tell me a customer to look up for everybody else to kind of eat on them? So we all know Tyson. I came out with that one. We all know Tyson. I mean, in your freezer, I'm sure you have some Tyson crap in there. I'm sure if you're a broker, an agent, you have bitted on Tyson crap. If you're a driver, I'm sure you pulled out your hair hauling Tyson crap. However, Tyson has good freight. Not always best paying freight, but not, no one has best paying freight all year long. So just like last week, basically what I'm going to do, I don't have a notebook, but I do have my uh, sticky note here, my trusted truckstop.com sticky notes. I got on a pallet. You can see right here. I'm almost out. I have like half of a pallet left driving me nuts, kind of giving me anxiety. Started off with two. Now I'm down to a half. It's my favorite uh, post note. <laughs> Anyways. So just like last week, I'm basically going to show you my flow. So someone's like, you know, at a broker, you have some sales guys who will come into the office, maybe wine dines people. They will help you with leads if you work on a mega or if you work at a, you know, a small to mid-sized brokerage, um, they don't supply you leads. You have to go get these damn things yourself. And now when I started out, I found leads like on simple stuff, um, like bottles and ketchups and, you know, stuff like that. Excuse me, dying in here. Um, you know, one thing that I used to always tell people when I used to train a lot of agents, I definitely don't do that now anymore, thank gosh. But when I used to do it every day full time, just enough, I sent everybody Shaggy. My name is Shaggy for all those. Anyways, I used to tell people, like this bottle, okay? A lot of people just see a bottle, okay? People, if you work in transportation, you guys see more than a bottle. And this can be for anything. It could be for my vape. It could be for this pen. It could be for the Starbucks cup. Literally anything, okay? This bottle, there's a whole bunch of people on this bottle. There's a label people, there's the ink people, there's the plastic people. This cap, I guarantee, is made somewhere else. There's the cap people, and then there's our trucks in between that make it all happen because not all one company makes everything. You know, I used to haul cans back when I was a youngin', 18, 19 years old, working at TSG. They're now at Redwood, whatever. Um, but, you know, they used to haul a lot of cans, and those cans, they come out just metal. They go through, you know, the different processes, but it all takes trucks to get, you know, between A, B, and C. So when I started out, that's how I did it. I know that's very old school. I didn't, you know, scour the web. I didn't have Hoover's, didn't have, 
you know, Thomas Net definitely not paid a hundreds, two, three, four hundred dollars for these uh, shipper databases. So you just think of a company and you start Googling it. Um, for this one, it's, I mean, it's very easy. It's exactly what we did last week. So I'm briefly going to go through it, but I wanted to show it because last week we did Van, this week's Reefer. I know a lot of y'all do Reefer. And so I'm going to share my screen over here. Bear with me. Uh, share this tab. Cool. Okay. So do, 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 do. Let me get my notebook. Bear with me one second. Okay. I think it froze here. Okay. So I am basically showing you my exact flow from A, B, C, D, E, F, G until you guys get this. I'm going to share my screen. You guys are going to see it pop up right meow. Okay, cool. Whoops. Jeez. Come on now. Come on, guy. All right. Here we go. Okay. So Tyson, I'm going to go back to my notes here. Uh, can't remember much. I did used to move them, as I said, when I was a broker. I know they used to have one dumb load. I used to hate doing it. Out of the southeast, going back up to Michigan. I don't have my notes. Don't need them. Anyways, I can't remember what lanes they have, uh, but I used to use them back in the day. Um, anyways, regardless, we're going to start it from scratch. So if I was a driver and I wanted to haul you know, Tyson, first, I would hope I would have a BOL or something from the past, from maybe a broker, whoever. Use your imagination there. And see if there's a contact information for little Tyson that I have maybe moved in the past. If not, I'll go to my other trusty friend, Mr. Google here. Can I use Google for everything? And I start typing Tyson Furry. What in the hell? Okay. Um, Tyson. I need to put Tyson <laughs> Tyson Foods. I don't want to pull something weird. Okay. Tyson Foods. Boom. Okay. I don't know anybody at Tyson. Maybe you guys do, but you know, this is how my flow here. You guys see boom, boom, boom. Here's my flow. I'm just looking up. So as we talked about last week, the first thing I want to do is find a name. Let me pop in here. I want to find a name at the shipper of somebody who can help me out. Okay. And this could be anybody. I'm looking for like shipping manager, logistics manager, traffic manager. Um, we talked last week when we were using uh, Bancroft, they had like inbound something inbound traffic manager outbound traffic manager all these shippers like to use fancy ass names it's all the basically the same okay so i'm finding names that say something like that that kind of sticks out to me a little bit that i can use as ammo when i contact these people because we all know if you find tyson's number you know tyson foods phone okay google it boom 1-800 i can guarantee you one thing nancy's gonna pick up this phone not give a damn who i am or why i'm calling and she's probably not going to transfer me anywhere that I need to go. So that's why I find a name. Because if I call him like, hey, Nancy, send me over to Jim Bob, she's probably going to do what I ask because I'm asking for Jim Bob by name. I don't think that's a dude at Tyson, but we're about to find out. Regardless, Tyson Foods. Okay, so here we are. Let's go back to my screen. I'm going to find out who works here, who I need to contact. As we did last week, if you guys paid attention, we have LinkedIn up because LinkedIn is a cool tool to use especially when you're looking for customers because it's like the Facebook for professionals. So as we said, when you don't know the person, you just start searching. I'm going to type in Tyson Foods, logistics, cordon, I don't know, logistics coordinator. Okay. I'm assuming this may pull up something from LinkedIn like it does here, but it's doing a job, whatever. Um, nothing I need here. Okay. I'm going to, I see here, logistics coordinator, Tyson Foods, Zeeland, Michigan. That rings a bell. I believe that is by Grand Rapids. I know some of y'all will know uh, a lot faster than me, but let me just look. Zeeland, Michigan. Zeeland. Oh, small ass town. Grand Rapids, Holland, all the same, whatever, right here, as you can see. So, Zeeland. Okay, where in the hell is Tyson at? Tyson, Tyson Foods Headquarters. And I kind of done this ass backwards, and I'm definitely not spelling anything right. Uh, Excuse that. Okay. I'm looking to see where they're headquartered at. Okay. Springdale, Arkansas. Interesting. So we found out two things and this, uh, one thing here, let me, uh, let me pop me up over here. So as we said last week, when you find a shipper, you want to pull them up, see what they're doing, see if they have other locations that can help you out. Okay. Because if they're in Zealand, Michigan, how do I know that? Because this dude over here says he's from Zealand, Michigan. You know, I don't see anything else. Springdale, Arkansas, we now know that's the headquarters. Continue on. 
blah, 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 Tyson, Tyson, Springdale. Uh, inbound logistics coordinator, maybe something good. We go back to him. Anyways, so we know they have a location in, in Zealand, Michigan, as well as Springdale, Arkansas, okay? And all I'm doing is simply pull you up here. I'm simply finding other locations they have because, you know, oftentimes, not always, oftentimes people, when they have, you know, multiple locations, they ship between the multiple lo locations, okay? And now sometimes uh, when people have multiple locations, like let's say going to use Phoenix, okay? No, let's use Champaign, Illinois, smaller town. In Champaign, let's say you have a big distribution warehouse in your backyard, huge name on it, ton of dog doors. They may not do a lot of shipping. They may have their headquarters somewhere else coordinate all the shipping for that location as well as all the other location. That's why you have to do your research. You have to take a few minutes to do your homework to figure out what these locations have because why do we need this information? Because when you call whoever is in charge of the shipping or whoever signs up, truck drivers, owner ops, carriers, brokers, whomever at this shipper, um, you want to use this information to your advantage in hopes to get more freight. Because if I call Tyson now, just making up a scenario, if I was going to tell him, you know, I'm from Fort Smith. Okay. I <laughs> ship there. Fort Smith is not too bad. Um, if I was like, Hey, you know, Mr. Jim Bum, um, from Tyson, you know, I'm, I'm in, uh, Fort Smith all the time. I know you have a Springdale location. We're looking to head to Mexico every day. Do you got freight? He's probably like, what? <laughs> If you're like, hey, Mr. Jim Bob, you know, I'm around Springdale, Arkansas, and I'm going up north to, um, you know, Michigan area. Do you have anything there? Well, even if he says no, it's going to spark his interest for the simple fact that you just said two areas that he has locations in. That is using the knowledge that you found from your research to your advantage. Take it from me. I used to work at a shipper, and when people call me, I spoke about this in numerous videos. In the morning time, people know the hot times to call. The moment you walk in the damn door, the phone will start ringing, and it's more like this. Hello, click. Hello, click. So it's like, hey, Craig, you know, I'm in this location. You ship a lot of crap out of going to this location. I know you have a location. I'm probably going to stay on the phone a little bit and hear about their story because they probably can help me. Maybe not today. Maybe not next week. However, they may help me. So you want to use that information to your advantage. Let's go back. I still don't know anything about Tyson. I definitely still don't have anybody here that I know that works here. Um, I do know, God damn, uh, Tyson Foods Logistic Coordinator Manager, $97,000 per year, ranging to 101. I am in the wrong profession. <laughs> if these logistic corner making 100 grand off the top. Anyways. So going back here, this dude has nothing. Um, Bill Dunham, whoever, a logistics coordinator at Zealand, Michigan. I'm going to keep this guy up here because, you know, this may help me. I don't know anybody at Tyson right now. However, if I have to drop a name, at least I could say I spoke with Bill. You know, he's expecting my call, if you will, whatever I want to say in that very moment to help me out. Um, at least we have that. But I did see this guy, Alex Blaylock. Um, excuse me, Doug Blaylock. I apologize. Who was down here somewhere right here. Um, he said he works at Tyson too. Inbound logistic coordinator at Tyson. Interesting. Okay. Location Fayetteville. Ah, okay. So that was by Springdale, I'm assuming. Um, should know my geography a little bit more. Boom. Right smack down in the middle. Okay. Bachelor's degree. Looks like this guy may be here for a while. Shows up obviously as a Tyson email. Expected. I think this may have been the same website we found when we were searching for the Bancroft bag people. Uh, this, I think it was Rocket Reach. I don't pay for it as you, as I mentioned last time. So it's giving me very limited information. But uh, I wish I could do a split screen here. Maybe I can't. We're going to try it out here. Hold up. Uh, we ain't doing that. Uh, let's go back. Okay, so uh, I wish there was more, you know, anyways, let me, dang, let me move the screen away. Sorry about that. Okay, so I know this guy here. Um, it says Alex, Bla Doug Blaylock. I don't know why I keep saying that. Doug Blaylock, inbound logistics coordinator at Tyson Foods. This is what I was talking about earlier. People use all these fancy names. I kind of like this, inbound logistics coordinator. Kind of rings a, uh, a kind of a stronger bell, if you will, than this dude was named Bill, a logistics coordinator. 
He seems like a dude who's like a 36 grand and a ping pong table type of guy. This dude, Doug Blaylock, seems more like a guy who's a man with a plan. Sorry, I need this caffeine. Sounds like the man with a plan, and that's the guy I want to speak with. Um, not sure yet. Okay, over here you see, because I don't pay for this. Lord knows how much it is. Show me that old duck here has some phone numbers. Um, again, this is different from that number that we originally found on Google, like the 1888 or 800. It's always different. 479 here, 479 here, 479 here. Awesome. These three prefix, damn it, you guys aren't even seeing it. I'm sorry. These three prefix right here, 479, 879 is the same as this one or whatever closely resembles. So I imagine that has something to do over at Tyson. I scroll down here. Um, and you know, you guys are seeing this with me for the first time. Last week we ended up on this rocketreach.co or .com, whatever website. By a simple Google search, we ended up here again using this guy. Um, it's showing me some more people that may work at Tyson. This guy, director of safety, kind of like the job title, but it doesn't say anything about shipping, you know, movement, inbound, outbound, whatever. Um, man, I kind of like the log inbound logistic coordinator. We're going to go with him. Okay. Again, Doug, if you're in the group, I apologize. I don't think you are. Anyways, let me find a clean sheet of paper, do my notes. All right. So this is my flow. As we can see, I can't copy and paste because trying to do a link. This guy is irrelevant to me. We're going to kind of shut him down. I don't care about old Bill now. Um, remember, he's the one originally I thought was going to be the man with the plan, just solely from his job title right here. However, I'm liking this. Let's see if old Doug Blaylock has a um, uh, has an old LinkedIn. Oh, shit, he does. Okay, if I click on him, pays, he's going to see it. Okay, cool, he doesn't. It's not going to get awkward. We know a few people. 10 years. I kind of like it. He's been at that place for 10 years. Um, inbound logistics analyst. What did I say over here? Inbound logistics coordinator. I'm going to think an analyst a little bit more top dog than a um, coordinator. Okay. And I see over here shows more inbound logistics manager. Oh boy. Wow. People see this is why I like doing these uh, screen shares because things just pop out and then you guys can see like my actual flow. And just use this flow with another customer. Think of another customer, pull one out of the hat if you have to, and kind of use this exact flow because things are popping out at me as I go. Let's go back to the screen. As I was searching on Doug Blaylocks, I'm going to go back to this. I see Glenn uh, Clancy. He's an inbound logistics manager over at Tyson. 37 years. Something tells me he's more than a manager. <laughs> Uh, devise, implement transportation method, strategy, and process for optimal selection and use of carriers, equipment, resources, driving improvements, and operation efficiencies, cost, service, and utilization. Man, I love LinkedIn, okay? Because LinkedIn is a good spot for people. You know, I always say LinkedIn is the uh, Facebook for, for professionals, if I can say words. And so people, when they have a LinkedIn, they tend to put what they do, where at, and where you can reach them. This dude, old Glenn, who I just now see here, um, he's a manager of transportation strategy. Um, and it says in his little description they put right under it that he, I would just say it, devise and implement transportation methods, strategies, and process for optimal selection and use of carrier equipment, resources, driving improvements, and operation efficiencies, cost, service, and utilizations. My gosh. <laughs> Felt like I just read a dictionary. Okay. This guy, what he's good at is driving improvements and operation efficiencies, cost, service, and utilization. This guy is probably above the other guy we found, Doug Blaylock. Um, not exactly sure. Of course, I don't know these people, but I'm just assuming just by what they do. Um, this guy who we found out, Glenn, probably on the screen here. This guy is more, um, he's worried about price. Okay. He's worried about driving and driving improvements and operation efficiencies. He's worried about, you know, what make what makes things work behind the scenes, okay? The cost. He's worried about how much it's going to cost Tyson, the company he represents, to move stuff inbound or outbound from, you know, their host of facilities. Service and utilization. You know, this is the guy who's figuring out what works best for the right dollar and how to make it happen. So I kind of like this. So what I do, you know, I show you everything in my flow. Since I have this name, I'm going to write it down. You know, of course, this is just for an example because I no longer broker day to day. Um, I'm just writing it down for my notes because if I did, this is exactly what I would do. I am writing him down and his job title. 
Oh, Glenn here has been there longer than I've been alive. It's just insane when I think about that. 37 years. Damn. Glenn Clancy, inbound logistics manager, inbound logistics manager, log man at Tyson. Cool. Do we have a phone number for him? Let's see. Contact info. Nope, we do not. Okay, cool. But I have a name of somebody who I presume is a man with a plan back here. But let's go back to our old boy, Doug Blaylock. Okay. Oh boy, Doug. This is the name I originally found. Doug, inbound freight at Tyson. Um, he doesn't say what he does. Do you see the difference? Oh, Glenn here says exactly what he does. Um, let's go back here. He says what he does. Oh, Doug, he does not. That's what I was talking about, that some people on LinkedIn use it to their advantage, kind of put out whatever they do it. Um, whatever, kind of loud and proud there. Doug, I don't know anything about him. You know, the last guy was wearing, um, in the last example last week, was wearing like a text Longhorn short shirt. So I use that example how to kind of build rapport with him. Uh, for this guy, we're going to type in, keep my Google up here, Doug Blaylock Tyson. Okay. And now again, as I said, my main goal here is to find a phone number for the man with the plan at the shipper because I want to call them and get set up. And now this doesn't always work, but as I said, this is the process of what you can do, at least what I did when I was an agent and did not pay for all those systems to help you for the shipper databases. Now, don't get me wrong. Those databases are like finding gold at the end of the uh, rainbow sometimes. Not always. You definitely know, have to know how to use them. It's not just you click shipper here. Oh, look, let's call Jim Bob and Jim Bob's giving you all the freight. That's not how it works. Just like this, just like the way I'm showing you, this is just one slice of an eight-piece pie. Maybe there's more pieces. Maybe there's a little bit less. But the process I'm showing you is my process of just one of those slices. Let's go back to the screen here. All right, so Doug Blaylock here. I still don't know anything about him other than he's inbound. Um, Jose or Joe's data. Let's open that up. Uh, let's open. Wow, really nothing about him. Okay. He may not be the man with the plan here. Um, ha, ha, boom. Okay. Look at this. I don't know if you guys can see it. Uh, I guess not. Uh, anyways, I apologize here. But right here, what does it show me? It show me some information. It says last updated on 12-16-2017. Talk about two years, almost to the day. Uh, two years, Doug Blaylock, inbound logistics analyst, Springdale, Arkansas. Tyson, Inc. Here's Willow Hill, Illinois. Never heard of that place. Here's a phone number, 479-290-4000. Uh, actually, that is not what I want, to be honest. I'm going to tell you why. Remember last week we talked about uh, numbers that ending in such a um, even like 4,000? That tells me there's extensions. We are not there yet, people, but that's just one part of the process. Uh, let's go back here. So we're not there yet, but we're getting closer, okay? Um, I still don't see a number. I don't see anything for old Doug here. Uh, Tyson, let's do shipping. And like I said, last week we used like shipping, inbound, outbound. You use all of this stuff here to start doing even like forums and, um, you know, blogs and shipping. Let's just type forums and forums, blogs, you know, stuff like that. A lot of these huge companies, they write out stuff all the time. Um, you know, as forums, if they open up a new facility, they may quote the logistics manager in the uh, press release or whatever, kind of getting people familiar with them. All that jazz. So I'm just, again, looking for something. We found two phone numbers so far that are irrelevant to me. The first one's at 800 number. The second one's at 479, whatever, ending in 4,000. That is way too damn easy for me, way too damn even. If I call that number right now, I guarantee he's going to Nancy, who does not want to talk to me. So we're digging in a little bit more. Let's go back over here, okay? I, this time type Doug Blaylock Tyson Forum. Um, again, inbound, outbound. You're just kind of looking through here. Uh, inner circle, Doug, Doug, Doug. And of course, this is Google. So I was just pulling anything that says like Doug, um, banjo, powerhouse. Nothing about old Doug here. That's the one we clicked on earlier. Team. Ooh. Uh, let's see this one. Okay. And this from the truckersreport.com. Good blog or forum, whatever you call them. Um, title is How Can I Get Loads for a Team? Okay. Uh, and this is back in 2013. So this may be a little bit outdated, but let's just see what we got. 
Um, you can use little fancy things like Control F to find things on it. Um, I'm not going to do that just in case you guys don't know how to do it. But you know, you have Control F or Command F on your keyboard where you can just search for names if you will. But let's just read this together. There are a lot of loads going cross country. Okay, this guy's asking how to find loads for a team. Okay, it's on Trucker's Report. When I had sprinters, I used to do something very similar to this to try to find it. That's when Selectus was, you know, new and anybody can get Selectus. So I was trying to do different things. Just your general load boards, internet truck stop, get loaded, blah, blah, blah. Get on the Tyson email list. Well, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And I'm assuming that's why Google brought me up here because it says Tyson food. And that was part of the Google search. Team loads. I don't see anything here. Nothing about Tyson. Okay. I guess it just said, um, ha! Boom, chakalaka. Okay, let's go back so you guys can see it. Again, you're finding information, a needle in the haystack, if you will. You just have to be persistent. Remember those two numbers earlier? I said it just did not sound right. As it turns out, it was not right. How do we know this? Great question. Boom, right here. Be help if you guys can see it. Right here. Plain as day. Let me see if I can zoom in on this guy because I know you can't see it. Let me check my screen see if you can see it. Uh, whatever. Boom. Right here. Doug Blaylock, inbound logistics analyst. All these fancy names. Analyst. What the hell's an analyst from a coordinator? Whatever. Inbound logistics uh, analyst. Tyson Foods. Here's the number. Uh, yeah, there's a number. I'm not going to say. His email. I love emails. I know a lot of people like phone numbers. Man, I like emails because working at a shipper, you're probably going to reach me over email because I will answer that on my iPhone over the weekend way before I answer an unsolicited phone call and the weekday at work for many reasons, as I mentioned in the past. It's just way too damn busy. But look over here. Here's his email. You cannot get better on this. Man, I love doing this. Look, inboundlogistics at Tyson.com. This dude, TAC12 LLC, probably, I don't know, carrier, whatever, at a little rock. And back in 2013, said, this is the dude for Tyson. It's right here. The way this is structured, I guarantee you, this came out of a uh, out of an email signature. It's just way too neat, um, you know, for that to happen here. Let's go back. Way too neat. I hope you guys can see this. And so you guys seen exactly what I did. And I can go a little bit further. Um, is there an address? No, there's not. But we don't need that. Because look at the phone number. Look at that email. This is literally all the information we're looking for. Because when we started this, we just came up with this shipper name. We didn't know anything about them. We could pretend we called or <clears throat> we could pretend in this example, we use our resources by calling other brokers, other driver friends, other professionals in the industry to see if they have any information about this shipper I'm researching, let's say I use that resources and no one did. So I simply go to the next best thing on this planet Earth, and that is Google. I went to Google, typed in the name, as you guys seen, of the shipper that I was looking for, which is Tyson in this example, put him up on Google, and I started to research. And in my research, I found out they had a couple locations. I guarantee you they have more locations than I can count. And I would probably figure that out if I took the time to research them. However, for time, I'm not. Anyways, you guys seen they had two locations. They're headquarters, Springdale, Arkansas. They do freight out of Zealand. They have shipping personnel in Zealand, Michigan location because when we Googled, it brought up LinkedIn that showed personnel, employees, what have you, working at the Zealand, Michigan location as well as the Springdale, Arkansas headquarter location. That tells me multiple locations. They are shipping crap in between these places. So back to what we did. We went to Google, tried to find a phone number or an email or a name of a person of the man with the plan who could sign me up as a vendor or a trusted carrier partner to move freight. That guy, well, it could be a couple of different things. As you guys seen on my little trusty notepad, I wrote down the names for my research. The first guy was Glenn Clancy. The second guy was Doug Blaylock. Now, and Glenn, from my Google research, has a more you know, uppity or more uh, senior job title of inbound whatever manager, okay? The other dude, uh, Doug Blaylock, he had the uh, job title like analyst or whatever, inbound analyst logistics. That's an outstanding job title. I like that because that's very direct. That tells me he's an inbound coordinator in charge of bringing the freight inbound to his location. It shows, according to his LinkedIn, that he works in Springdale, Arkansas. 
So I can only imagine he probably controls the inbound freight of the Springfield, Arkansas, or possibly Zeeland, Michigan. Lord knows, because we didn't do that much research. Nonetheless, we start off with Google, putting in the name of the shipper we were interested in. We found a name of somebody in the logistics department or who at least had a uh, job title that sounded like they deal with freight. And then we started Googling that name. We typed in his first last name on Google, as well as the company he represented or worked at. And we started going through the pages to find out information. What we did randomly, <laughs> we typed in something like his first last name, Tyson Shipping, and a forum popped up of somebody speaking about this guy and that company on a trucker forum. Actually, the thing was the trucker, uh, the truckersreport.com that someone mentioned years ago, this dude was named Doug with his desk phone number, as well as his email address, as well as a golden egg here, which is that group email. Now, why did I just say that group email is a golden egg? Well, because that means it's probably going to a group of people. Use this wisely, my friends. Okay, do not send unsolicited emails to shippers, especially as large as Tyson. Maybe they will have, you know, outside organization emails blocked from even entering their coordinators. Lord knows, but use this information. Write it down like I do on these cheap, like 25-cent notebooks that I have stacked up. Keep all this information handy because you're going to need it, especially if you're going to go after and try to solicit freight from this company or this guy in particular. So what would I do? Well, I'm not going to do anything because I don't broker or I'm not a driver. But if I was an owner op or, you know, a carrier owner, you know, a, a small fleet owner, even an agent or a broker, I will use these same exact steps and call shippers like them. Hell, call Tyson. <laughs> call him. Use that email, use that phone and tell them what you can do. But take it a step further. Take at least 20 more minutes of Google search and find out what locations they have. Maybe you're strong in those locations that Tyson has locations in. You never know. Just start researching. And I guarantee you, if you arm yourself with this knowledge, arm yourself you know, with this information that you take the time to research, not everybody else, else is doing it. I guarantee you that not everybody else is doing this, okay? But as I mentioned last week, I want to say it again this week. When you think of a shipper, do not, I repeat, do not call that number off of Google because everybody and their brothers are calling that number off Google. Go a step further. And I'm talking, I apologize. I'm talking about that initial number when you type in Tyson Foods phone number and it pops up that 1-800 number or that whatever number. Don't call that because that's just not going to get you anywhere. It's going to get you to Nancy or Karen at their front desk who can give a flying you-know-what about your call, okay? Dig a little deeper and find the information because I guarantee y'all you will find it. And now I hope my driver friends are using these same exact steps to get y'all's own shippers, okay? Because with all the technology, especially ones being released by truckstop.com and everybody else, you guys can do this on your own. We already know about all these mega shutting doors and leaving. If you're a guy and if you're a man with a plan or a woman with a with a you know woman with a plan, if you will, and want to have your own trucking operation, do it. I highly encourage you to become an owner operator. You don't know if you will succeed or fail unless you try it. I'm just saying in this you know market right now with the technology we have available from companies like Truckstop and other ones. You can definitely do it. You can definitely get your own drug shippers. Sounding like Joel Osteen preaching right now. Enough with all that. You guys get the point. That's just it. I want to show you guys something here. You guys know I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I live in the Phoenix, Arizona desert. I moved here about a year, a year and a half ago. My good friend Nico moved me down here, you know, to help with a consulting client down here. Nonetheless, I end up saying I love it. Let me show you what is outside my doors. You guys can't see it now because it's dark as hell. It's only uh, 6 p.m. almost here in the Phoenix. Uh, but look what's outside my door. Let me show you. And this was, you know, a few hours ago around lunchtime. Nonetheless, it is still here. Boom. Get up there, little guy. All right. Look at this. People, that is snow. <laughs> it is snow here in the Phoenix, Arizona desert. I shit you not. That's why I got a video to prove it. Granted, there's not much of that little guy. However, there is still snow out here in the Phoenix, Arizona desert. I went out. I knew. I thought it was like raining hard. There was like little ice pellets. You know, nonetheless, there's snow. I come from central Illinois. It snows every single year. We used to make like igloos and snow, you know, caves and all that jazz. 
Uh, so when I thought when I left there, that was the end of that. However, here in the desert, it snows, people. I'm telling you, it's this uh, global warming. <laughs> That's not warming up any at all. Uh, let me see if I have anything else. Not really. We just kind of did on the fly. As I said in, in the beginning, if you guys have any resources, any tips or tricks that can help our friends, um, our Celadon drivers, please, please, please reach out. Tag the group. Tag my page. Get my attention. I will post to people, okay? I know a lot of things we don't post on the group normally. Just send it to me. I will post it if you want to just to kind of help our friends out here. Someone said uh, they're my neighbor here in Vegas. I have a good pal there in Vegas as well. His name is Wayne Campbell. Mm. He's doing his own thing right now, but he's out of uh, he's out of Las Vegas as well. Uh, I'm actually going to be there possibly next month. My uh, not next month here in like two weeks. My other good friend, Mr. Shaggy, Shaggy the man with the plan with Shaggy's consulting and training. He's actually doing one of his training boot camps down in Las Vegas. I'm trying to make it up there, but I just I'm going home, you know, home as in Illinois for Christmas, and I just checked the flights is a lot cheaper if I go on the 23rd then going on the 26th when I originally planned. So I may have to miss Shaggy Sayings. I don't know yet, but if you're in Vegas, let's meet up there. You know, I'm going to be there soon. Again, helping people um, at that training. And of course, see my good friend Shaggy there, uh, all that jazz. But I guess that is it. I have nothing, uh, nothing else left. As I said, if you are a company and hiring people, you know, operation staff, brokers, agents, whatever, uh, send me a message. If you are a company owner and you have resources, tips, tricks, whatever that you want to post in the group or upload in the group or want me to consider uploading in the group, um, I would definitely do that. So just send me a message. I know some people, you know, they message me sometimes they like, Hey Craig, I want to help out, you know, submitting resources. And for one thing or another, we can never link up. I know a lot of it when I get busy, my mind gets scrambled and I forget about the little things in between the big things. So I definitely apologize. But again, if you guys have stuff you want me to upload in the group, let me know. Another thing, uh, my good friend, uh, Jessica, um, down in Miami, Florida. Why am I going blank today? Not enough coffee. Uh, not enough coffee. But my good friend, uh, Jessica there, she would like to help out do something in the group for our truck driver friends. You know, we already gave away, you know, the last over driver appreciation. We gave over $500 in gift cards. Um, whole bunch of other stuff that we gave out to drivers. I think that's awesome. I think that's fun. But Jessica Navarro, who we done a uh, factoring video about the good, the bad, the good, the bad, the shady. We did a, a video then, but she reached out to me asking if um, I had any ideas to help drivers out over the holiday season, Christmas in particular, um, about contests. So if you guys have any ideas of how we can give away gift cards, give away money. Uh, sorry, I'll look at that. If you guys have any ideas that we should do for Christmas in the group to give out money, gift cards, food, whatever, let me know, okay? I will try to coordinate it. I can't think of everything off the top of my head. Um, I definitely don't have all the good ideas like everybody else does um, all the time. But like I said, if you guys have ideas, let me know. Sasha, I will get it. Ivan, you already signed up, so I may see you there in uh, Shaggy's thing in Vegas. Um, but yeah. Let me know. Also, I'm looking for group moderators. Definitely, definitely, definitely need group moderators in the group. What I'm looking for is this. The first moderator I'm going to sign up is going to be an owner-op or a carrier fleet owner, something like that, because I want a driver to be the other half of the moderator team. Then our group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers. Why? Well, as it turns out, our name is Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers. doesn't make sense. We just have a team full of brokers as a modelist. So I have a list of like, 30 people who reached out, expressed interest in becoming a moderator for our group to kind of help out, weed out the spam, scam, all that nonsense, help out drivers, tips, tricks, resources. Uh, but the majority are brokers, okay? I'll pick the brokers after I find my drivers. I do have a few drivers that are on my hot list I speak to pretty regularly in the industry that I you know, respect and look up to in the industry. So they're on my hot list. Again, I'm going to be picking those soon. So if you're interested, please let me know. But I think that's all we have for today. I am about to get on out of here. Um, yeah, I think today was a fun one. Uh, definitely a fun one, really. Went a long time. Post on the group, send on my page, because I'm trying to keep my content within my audience. I'm not about sharing it to 150 groups for fake attention or whatever other people do for. I'm just here to help the people within my group, within my pages, in hopes that they use it to succeed. Um, that's it. So... Till next time, remember, say no to that chief rate, remain professional. And until next time, let's make more money. 
I will hope to see you next week. See you later.